Welcome back, Hoffcasters. I don't know what else to say. This is the Hoffcast. This is episode 17. It is Friday. Uh, we are July 20th. Friday, July 20th. Summer is most of the way done. Are you guys living it up? Are you having as much fun as you can? I am getting ready to. I am getting ready to go on tour. I'm packing up the family in the minivan. We're all five of us. We're gearing up for a big old... uh, It's going to be like almost a two-month tour across the Midwest. And it all gears up. Guys, you can check out all my dates, nickhoff.com. But I'll tell you the first couple of them. I've got Boulder, Colorado on July 29th. That's going to be a great show. So if you're in that area, get up there. Check that one out. Um, And then I've got on Wednesday, August 1st, I'm in Indianapolis, Indiana. So you know anybody there. Hit them up. That's going to be a cool show at a brewery. I've got some other great comics on that one. Uh, tickets are available on my website. And um, and then I will be in Appleton, uh, Wisconsin, doing the Appleton Comedy Club on the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th of August. And then I've got a bunch of shows through Nebraska, a bunch of shows with uh, Cable Guy. Everything's on my website. Check it out. If you're in uh, Colorado, Indiana, Wisconsin, Nebraska, um, I'm over the East Coast, I'm like Pennsylvania, uh, West Virginia, New York, Connecticut with Cable Guy, then I'm up in Calgary, uh, back in Nebraska, Salt Lake City, Utah, Idaho, Colorado again, if you guys are in any of those places, check out my website, find out a date to come, get yourself some tickets, Uh, a lot of the shows in Nebraska are already close to selling out, so make sure you get on those right away, Um, that's the Too Many Butts Tour, We'll see if it does me in before the end of it. I don't know if it's a good idea to take all five on the road. But right now, here in uh, the studio with me is my love, my uh, my partner in crime, uh, Sarah Allen Hoff, right here. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks. Very popular <laughs> guest. I forgot the monitor. You forgot the monitor. The kids are asleep. Um, but they should be waking anytime. So we've got the monitor. That's okay. I feel like we can chance it. We can chance it. They, you know, they need to learn to take care of themselves. We'll hear the little one. The big ones can get up and play. That's fine. (sighs) Okay. We've been having a little bit of an issue. Uh, we took the kids to the water. There's a water taxi in. Why are you saying it like you're advertising it? They're not paying us. Because I want the moms to know to go. Have fun with your kids. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Regardless of whether they're paying us or not, uh, they probably don't have the money to pay us. It's only a dollar person to ride that water taxi. Yeah. Anyway, that's not the important part. That was fun, but that wasn't important. The important part was on the way to the water taxi. We, uh, Sarah was driving. I don't know why that happened. I driving you. I don't know why that happened. Why did that happen? I don't know. Because I was putting Neil in. Comedy notebook, so I figured, oh, he's gonna write comedy in the car seat or in his car seat. In my car seat, my booster seat. seat. Um, (laughs) No, I was putting Neil in the seat, and you just jumped in because I think you were sick of not being able to get in your seat, and you drove. Maybe. And that almost never happens. No. Like like two in a hundred, do you drive me? Right. 
And there's a reason. And we find that out every single time you do drive is because you drive incorrectly. No, you I I am correct. I am correct. Okay, so she's driving up to an intersection. I know probably doing this is a thirty five mile an hour road and she's doing thirty eight. And we are coming up to a red light. And she's going to make a right-hand turn, so she's just blowing I am not through this blowing. light. You are multiple <laughs> feet into the intersection. Not into the intersection, into I was, the crosswalk. Oh, see? We're already You're barreling into the crosswalk where there are two children riding a bicycle, like a five- and a seven-year-old riding a bicycle, and you didn't see them. They were... Like three cars down. You have no idea where they were because you weren't looking. I saw them right when you yelled at me. Yeah. Okay. Thank God I did. Because I because saw you weren't them. paying. No, you were coming up to the. There were the, all those cars stacked up, so you couldn't see anything. And since I was sitting passenger side, I had the best angle to see them. And I yelled. I said, "Stop! Stop!" Well, I felt like it was consecutive, and I stopped. But you scared Thank me. Thank God for me. No, I didn't stop because you. I was, I was already stopping. Barely. In the process. Barely. You went halfway into the crosswalk after no. I yelled at you and you slammed on the brakes. My wheel was stopped at the white line of the crosswalk. No. My nose might have been in. The, your it's nose a was bit. so far in. You no, Pinocchio wasn't. was <laughs> tripping those kids. His little nose would have gone right through their spokes. No, it and it's growing because I, you're lying. <laughs> you're calling me a liar? Absolutely. Because you lied in the moment, too. I go, I go, stop. And you go, ah. I saw them. You didn't see them. I saw them. You did not see them. I saw them probably, well, if you had the better view, whatever, like it was a millisecond after you did. Okay, well, but I reacted, and then you acted like I, you acted like I slapped you across the face. Yes, it felt like that. I felt like you were scolding me. And I was not until you You denied it, and then I started scolding you. All right, audience out there, if you've ever been yelled at by Nick Hoff, uh your whatever basketball team eh, how does it feel <laughs> what it sucks what you yell at your basketball team I've it's heard, I've it's seen like it. grown it, men it's in it's like it's coaching it's not nobody likes being reprimanded by someone their own age it's not being reprimanded it's in improving. a intense way like in a in a tone of that Sure, but that's athletics. Anybody who's in athletics knows that just comes yeah, with the but territory. They like it from their teammate. Well, I take it from anybody that dishes it out to me. You don't like it. <laughs> of course I don't. <laughs> but it happens. I don't but, care if my coach yells at me. But here's the thing. Looking back though, good thing I yelled. Because you may have hit I him. would not have. You may have I hit him. I promise you. You would have gotten would a lot closer not, than you were. I would never run over a child. You'd have taken a cane to the front of our car by the per, by their parent. I who mean. Who was walking behind him. I don't know, honey. Anyway, I'm not sad I did it. And your reaction to it. Like, I get it. Your pride was hurt. No. Nobody My likes having their. Hurt. Nobody likes having their driving star- questions. I was scared. Nobody likes being scared when they are not ready to be scared. Okay, you well, scared think of, me. I'll bet those kids were scared. It's like whenever, it's like when you're driving, you're not ready to like poop your pants. <laughs> that, no, what the hell does that have to do with it? You know what this because is? Here's exactly here's you. exactly what this is. I mean, not quite as close, but this is exactly Home Alone one, 
No. Marv is driving Never. that van. He doesn't see Kevin McAllister walking out in front, and all of a sudden, Harry goes, Stop! And he no, slams on the brakes, and that car comes an inch from the kid's face, and he goes, Ah! Well, that, you were more alarmed than their dad walking behind them. So that was, that's because I saved the day. No, he didn't even realize saying, anything was askew because... If you're saying that, I was so far in. But that's what would have happened. And then and Marv looks at Harry and goes, Come on, you scared me! Marv? Yeah, and he was pissed. I forget which one's Harry, which one's Marv. Marv is, uh... Marv? Marv uh, is the tall, curly-haired one. Yeah, and That's Harry. Marv. That's, uh... What part was that? Can you do I that again? I can't remember. <laughs> Harry? Oh, nobody could hear that. It's when he gets hurt, something, and Oh, he's he gets like, hit in the chest with a crowbar? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I for, I don't even think we're right. Marv? He's... Marv? Yeah. I feel like the tall guy's Marv. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is Marv? Yeah. No, Joe Pesci is Harry. Okay, that's and what Marv I think. is the tall curly. Okay, hair. we're off. We're off topic. Anyway, I saved kids' lives today. You guys are all gonna go home. I watch think home you alone. should thank me. Whatever you want, I, you have me on here just for a public yes. thanking. <laughs> I would I'm like a sorry. thank you. I want you to say sorry. I'm not me. sorry for saving those kids' lives. You don't know if you saved their life. And then I posted the thing on Facebook. I said, "What? What was it that I said? I said uh, my wife doesn't often drive, but when she does, I realize why she doesn't." And I and, realize why I don't. And it kind of caused a minor stir. You guys were like, "This happens in my house," and all the girls are like, "Hey, you knock it we off." We just drive differently. Men drive differently than women. I think everyone I drives differently. I, I don't of, ever I'm like. I'm a little bit more lackadaisical than you are. I don't driving. like riding in an Uber. I put the brakes on. But I need a lot my five star rating. I'm not an ease into stuff. I kind of jam the brakes. I kind of okay. Well, it. that doesn't sound right. And then here, here's what I love. So Sarah's acting all indignant, like, "How dare you question my driving? I saw it. I saw it. I'm a good driver." And then, and then your mom on Facebook was like, ha, "Nick, watch it now, okay? Sarah's got kids, okay? She's got a lot on her mind." And then a kid you went to high school with. Uh, said, well, with all due respect, didn't she total three cars in her first year of driving? That <laughs> Which, was my second year, but it was a bad year. It was your second year. That is a bad year. I That's totaled, a bad lifetime. I totaled I've, three cars. But I will say I was driving further than most high schoolers were to high school. So you maximize the amount of time that I'm driving compared to all the other high schoolers. I You totaled three time. cars. You trying to defend yourself I'm on just three saying, cars total? I was driving more, so like... I've driven across the country so many times. I've barely even been in a fender bender. I think my probability, my probability, <laughs> my probability of getting in an accident was higher than others. Also, I didn't take driver's ed. Neither did I. But I was. You were driving five. Take minutes my driver's school. ed. I was driving thirty-five. Would you minutes. let me take you out driving and let me correct about five no, things that you do incorrectly? Instead of teaching me how to parallel park, I don't understand it. I parallel park just fine, except for on a cul-de-sac. That's hard. Well, everybody thinks that. <laughs> but but if I could just go out there and correct like five things of your driving, if you just could be an what open, are they right now? open-minded pupil. What are they right now? Can you mention them? Um, well, if you're jamming on the brakes, I'm going to start with that. <laughs> okay. well, Let's ease I'm not down driving on people that. people that are paying me. Um, when you back out of a spot, 
Here, here's here's number two. You back out of a spot, you back out too far. All oh, you need wow. is to get the clearance of the front, and then you can go. So now you're wasting time, yeah. and you're being a little more dangerous going back further. I know further. you've said that before, but I like to just give me extra bonus room. I need you to be... <laughs> you want bonus room? <laughs> People are waiting. Get out of well, there. Well, that's so I don't have to be like, oh, dang it, now it didn't back up enough. Like, I just make sure I have good amount of space that I know I'm going to clear when I once you I You leave enough forward. space for a car to get in there. That's fine. <laughs> that, you need to be... If you're not going to be open-minded, then we're not going to do it. Well, I didn't say I was going to agree with you. I just wanted to know what you think. Well, that's for sure one of them. I forget what the... We, I, I, I always remember I when we get in. Can I you on something after this? Go ahead. What do you got? What do you want me to critique you on? I thought you had something in mind. I thought you were like, I thought you had something in the chamber. You're Your like, all right, making? this piece of shit. My lovemaking. I'm kidding. Good Lord. Maybe if I got to do it more than once a year, I'd pick up some skill. Is this what you wanted? Is this the road you wanted to go down? I, I would consider a vasectomy. It sounds scary, though. I would, I would rather just practice abstinence. Yours is an in and out procedure. Mine is a go under anesthetics or whatever, anesthesia. No, I'm not asking that you do it. I just think that we'll just practice abstinence for the rest of our lives. (laughs) We're almost dead anyway. What does it even matter? I don't know what to critique you on. Give me a topic. I'm not going to tee you up to (laughs) kick the shit out of me. (laughs) Like, here you go. (laughs) Say something about my back hair. Okay, how about the first time you've started to do the patented front of the diaper wipe you used to go in there, like... Yeah, see, I was open-minded. I guns took, I, blazing. I took your criticism, and I do it now. I, I wipe yeah, with thanks. the top of the diaper first. So now, but this makes is, me look better. No, I have horrible eyesight. I don't know how okay, far this is not, too far to back up. You have up. horrible eyesight. This is not helping your case <laughs> that you're a good driver. All oh, I saw like them. Three seconds. I might have been three seconds closer to the kids than if you had not done it. But I wouldn't have Three run... Three seconds closer to the okay, kids at 35 run. miles an hour? Do you know how far you can go? With the brakes on. Ugh, the brakes <laughs> like were barely being depressed. Skidding into the intersection. Uh, That's what you make me sound like. Like, I'm skidding like our minivan is just on skis sliding into the you intersection. You were like Cruella de Vil <laughs> no, with flames coming out of the back of the car. <laughs> my eyes are spiraling. Yes. All I'm saying... I feel like my eyes are spiraling most days. I just think that you got a little scared and defensive in the moment. Because you are mean. Which is fine. By the way, this has happened before. Comedy Tour 2010. Law Smith is driving the tour bus. And we almost collide like side by side. Like we're driving down the interstate. And this other car, this big car, is getting real close to us. And Law was kind of drifting over into their lane. And they were drifting into ours. And I yelled out. Yes, and he I got, remember that. And he got mad at me for yelling out. Yes. But you're more intense than you realize when you yell at someone. In that moment. Because you're afraid and you're a scaredy cat sometimes. In that moment. Of not being in control. Yes, that's that's exactly what what it is. So my intensity has to be raised to a level to get the attention of the person so that there's no mistake what is at stake. 
I don't think you know what the heck. You were doing good, but I don't know. No, I'm telling you, you when you don't have the control, you have to yell, and you have to have an intensity so that the person you're yelling to knows. No, that's horrible. That we're at threat level midnight. I always gently say, "Nick, don't hit that lady." I remember that's how I say that to you. You just very calmly, like, by the time you said lady in that slow-ass sentence, I've hit her. No, because I've seen it. If someone's life is in danger, you have the right to yell at me. Sure, but I'll do it in a nice way. Oh, well, bless your heart. (laughs) Oh, you're so full of beans. (laughs) Um, We are getting ready for this big, long road trip. You will be driving a fair amount. Of course, I drive all the time. I I don't like sleeping when you're driving. You always do. It doesn't seem to be a problem. Somehow I find yeah, peace with like, the fact that I probably pillow, die. He's sleeping, snoring. Well, that's because I've probably been driving for the last seven hours. Give me an hour. Yeah, usually we trade off at three or four hours. And then I do three. You do four. Well, we're going on this. You, you've already started Especially planning. Especially with kids. Yeah, got like nine days and you've already started. I've already like, started packing the car. And I think you've shopped for it already. Yeah, pretty much. Because I don't know when... My rule of thumb is, with kids, you do what you can when you can. Because you might not ever be able to do it. Okay. Well, that's a good plan. But nine days in advance? Because someone's going to get the flu. And then I'm going to be landlocked. Someone's not going to get the flu? Knock on wood? You don't know. I'm just saying, like, before the trip. We're going to be... I'm going to be, like, needing stuff. And we're going to... Something's going to happen. You always plan ahead. Something always happens. I'm always... Last minute, but I get it done. I'm clutch. Yes. Like Reggie Miller. But then you start yelling at me like that one time when we missed our plane flight to uh If we miss a plane flight, I'm going to be a little upset. Yes, but I was like, I had a baby attached to my chest. We missed it out of Bend? When we were going to Bend. Remember? We missed our connecting flight or whatever because we had to take the shuttle to the terminal. And I had a baby on my, my chest, the diaper bag on my back. You had a car seat. I had Neil in, or somebody I had. Neil was the baby on your chest. Yeah, oh, Neil was the baby of the chest, holding Indy's hand, diaper bag on the back, and then a luggage in the other hand. You had luggage and the carrier, or the car seat, Indy's car seat. Well, I don't remember what was going on. It was But all I know is... I wanted to cry. All I know is I leave things to the last minute and then I get them done as long as nobody's holding me back. But in these cases you're holding me back. That's why we could never be on The Amazing Race. We'd get divorced in the first episode. Yes, but if you would just plan ahead we would be so far ahead. You can't plan ahead on The Amazing Race! They give you all the... I've never seen the show actually. study up (laughs) our partner's weaknesses. (laughs) Well, you know my weakness. Yes. I'm last minute. So then you need to be you need to be one hundred steps. <laughs> you must adjust for me. <laughs> you must adjust for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I made the adjustment. I wiped your butt. No. Come on. <laughs> this is a highbrow podcast. Would you get it together? Uh, God, you're so. Oh, you're loopy. You're loopy. That made you laugh that hard. All right. So we're already preparing. Uh to get on the road, I mm-hmm. I'll pack the night before. When, when yeah. we got married, I like I, I don't think I bought my plane ticket to Indiana until the week of our wedding. Yeah, you were moving yourself out like at midnight before your plane flight. You weren't all moved out, and I was worried that you weren't gonna get all your stuff out before your lease was up. 
Well, you never know. You never know. I like Anything to have. If I could, I could. I would pack the car before we left, especially for ha- early morning. I bet you morning. have some things in I'd the car I'd have the kids already. sleeping in the car. We'd sleep in the car. Dude, I, I would definitely leave the night before. Well, get the kids sleeping in the car. We'll take off at midnight. Get eight hours before well, they even really stir. Well, I'm talking about really when we stir. have a plane flight. Oh. But driving wise, nighttime is hard because I'm still feeding through the night. May is gonna make us stop in I know, the night. Maybe she'll give us a long stretch. She, maybe five hours. We're gonna see what Four kind of road dog she is. We're gonna try and we're gonna try and film uh, some of it. I'm gonna try and pick up some GoPros. And she's we're gonna... a little fancy. She doesn't like poop in her diaper. <laughs> we usually make the boys ride through that. Not kidding. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, speaking of poop, here's the other thing that you have been accusing me of recently is going every time she accuses me of every time she cleans the toilet that immediately I'm in there taking a grumper. He does it on purpose. You do it There's to your mom no too. no way. You do it to your mom. What do you mean I do that to my mom? Your mom has a bathroom upstairs that is the nice powder room and you seek it out to go Sometimes poop. it's nice to go in there. And your mom will say, that's my guest bathroom. Go downstairs to yours. Okay, well, she it's not like she because just cleaned it and I'm like, oh, let me get in on Because the one downstairs is already sullied with your with man my? and skid marks. <laughs> For, okay, hold on. First of all, I think our kids skid mark more than I do. Indy definitely does. Indy, what's wrong with him? I don't know. How is he taking full-bodied sized turds? I don't know. He's like and stirring then the, little, the bowl. And then Neil takes just like gummy worm turds. Like, but there will be like 17 of them down there. It's like, you know what they look like? They look like... What is this, the second kid know. movie reference? They look like those little green, like, worm things that King Trident turned into in, uh, oh, in, in Little, uh, Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Yeah. They look like these, just these little worm, little these little sea worms down there. There's like ten of them Do down there. Do they talk there. to you, Nick? No. How long are you staring at these guys oh, for? Oh, <laughs> God. Anyway, I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> Does that happen to anybody else out there? Poor Your spouse or significant other? Souls. Uh, that's what I sing to them. That's what I sing. And Neil looks at me like I've lost my mind. Uh, that one's longing to be thinner. That one wants to get the girl. Do I help them? <laughs> yes, I do. All right. Thanks for coming okay. on the podcast. That's but can I you. please talk about this? I make that bathroom so shiny and sparkly and smells fragrant. I don't doubt that you want to be the first one to take the first poop in there, christen it. I don't ever get to choose when I poop. Yeah, but it's the poop almost like me. it's almost like you know, and it, like coffee, you know, you know that when you drink coffee, it's gonna get you going. I don't know why you clean it in the morning. Clean it at night. It's because I just clean it whenever I got a minute. You see me brew a pot, and then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> let me Sometimes. put some elbow grease into this porcelain. No, I think that. I think I do it before lunch. You get hit at like 11 or something. Yeah, it's usually my second cup. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this has gone too far. Um, If you have anything to add, you can come back and talk to me. See, you guys, this is my... (laughs) You guys like having her on the podcast. She just throws me under the bus constantly. That's all she wants to do. That's all she wants out of this experience so uh, <laughs> i don't know if we can have her back we have to if we have her back we're gonna have to put her on a strict format because otherwise she's going to just continue to bring up our uh, our bathroom 
issues. Um, guys, a couple things happened in the news this week that I think are worth discussing. Uh, one of which is uh, President Trump's. <laughs> it still is hard to say that way. Uh, his um, his little thing with Russia there, where he he shook Putin's hand and said, "You know, it's they denied it, so I believe him." And and everybody was up in arms immediately. This is this is treason. This is treason. You just heard him say it. It's treason. Now listen. I don't know exactly what constitutes treason, but all I know is for the last mm, 20 years, I've been listening to people talk about impeachment, treason, lying to the American public. I'm just kind of sick of it. Like, it's like, okay, like, at what point do you cry wolf and, like, just because there are baby wolves around? Like, I, I don't know. You can't. Treason would have been such a big headline, I feel like, in the 60s, 70s, 80s. But then, like, in the 90s, people were saying it, and it's like it almost had no meaning. Because we're just like, okay, so that's just another thing. Because it, before he was even elected, people were saying he should be in jail. People were saying Hillary should be in jail before the election even happened. And you like, well, there's too much chatter going on here, and nothing's happening. So you can say whatever you want. It's ridiculous to me that people are sitting around getting mad. Like, go out and do something. Don't sit around and be mad about something that's never going to happen. Okay? We're never going to have a president who goes to jail. It's just not going to happen. Like, even if we had video of him or of any president walking out on their White House lawn and, like, assassinating someone right there for no reason they're going to find loopholes, okay? These are the most powerful people in the world. You think that a couple people, uh, you know, shouting out a tweet are going to make a difference? It's not going to make a difference. We got to we got to take the country back ourselves by doing things locally, by by getting involved. You can't just keep yelling. It's just not going to work. Like, I, we've tuned it out. Comedians, I've seen it. I've seen it out in Los Angeles. Comedians have tuned it out. We have gone tone deaf to everything everyone is saying on both sides because you're all just shouting about the most horrific thing and we're like no that this isn't even close this isn't even close okay this isn't even close to the most horrific thing there are really terrible things happening out there and some of it yes we're responsible for so that those are the things we need to change but you can't yell treason you can't yell but hillary's emails like nobody's going to jail the sooner that we understand that the better off we're going to be and the less frustrated we're going to be. I think it's I think it's crazy. I've almost gotten completely off of Twitter because of that. It's just people barking at each other. I'm just like I've got I don't have a dog in this fight. Okay? I don't I don't have one. Okay? I love America. I think it's great. I think it has its problems. I love my family. I think they're great. I think they have their problems. I can't change everything about them. I can't do it. Okay? My brother-in-law was just uh, given an amazing, op- I don't even know if I should talk about this. Uh, I don't know. He was, he had a hard decision and he chose something that I disagreed with. And it's just one of those things like you can't, you can't, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. That's the whole thing. Okay. And now more than ever as a country, we've just dug in our heels and people are stubborn. They're not going to drink. So the quicker we realize that and just move on from that horse. 
I think we're going to be better off, you guys. Move on to comedy. <laughs> make make my comedy train your horse, okay? Jump on board. We're going to have fun. Even if we're not getting a lot done, we're going to have a good time. I can promise you that. Um, uh, it's just it's just crazy to me. But I, I am excited to get out there. I don't think I'm going to do any political jokes on this tour. I just I just don't even want to touch it, really. And it's become so stupid that it's almost too low-hanging fruit. I think anybody doing political humor, it's like, that that's the lowest of the low. Like, and then just above that is poop jokes. I still hold a good poop joke in its highest regard. It's still the bedrock of stand-up comedy. But um, I don't think I'm going to do any of that. But I am going to have a lot of new material. So uh, I'm very excited about it. I hope Sarah doesn't kill us out there on the road. I, I You know, all jokes aside, her driving is garbage. <laughs> Now that she's out of the room, I dude, she was gonna hit those kids, and if she wasn't gonna hit them, it was gonna be close. I, I I don't feel bad about saying that at all. She's just it's it's a she's a rough driver, and so I will drive ninety percent of the time unless it's just like I'm too tired or I've been drinking. So it's obvious that like me out there is worse than her, but it's really a narrow margin that I'm ever worse than her. <laughs> Um, and part of it is probably she doesn't drive that often when we're both in the car. Like by default, I'm the guy that drives and I like being that guy. I don't like being in a lift. I don't like being in an Uber. If I could sit back there and critique their driving, I would maybe that, maybe that's what they should do. Maybe Uber and Lyft should have that as an option. Like you can say bad driving, but it should be a little more specific. Like this guy needs to work on his right on red. He wasn't going, this guy needs to work on getting his entire car out in the middle of the intersection when he's waiting for an opportunity to turn left. That is, so many people don't do that. Get out there in the intersection, especially in major cities, where not going out there means the difference of seven minutes of you being on time or six minutes late. Like, get out there in that intersection, you guys. There's, there's got to be like a master class that people can take. Just a five-minute master class. These are the basics. This is what you're not doing. You, when you're parking your car, you're not pulling all the way up, okay? you got to leave the maximum amount of room for other cars to park along the side of the road. Oh, mom's calling. Sorry, here. We'll, we'll see what she has to say. Hey, Ma, you're on the podcast. What can I do for you? Hi, I was just going to talk to you about something, but I'll call you back. No, go ahead. What do you got? No, I want to know. Um, no, don't make website. something up on the spot. What was it going to be? Yeah, it was going to be Sun. And your website doesn't have your dates in Lincoln or Omaha. Yes, it does. Well, we don't see it. This is, this is my mom, my uh, tour manager, calling to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell me what I'm doing wrong, which oftentimes she's right. Oftentimes I'll get uh, a text or an email from her like, hey, the ticket link's not working or uh, well, you don't have this date up there. I feel like I feel Lincoln and Omaha, I do. Do you have an old version? Yeah, Lincoln, Omaha, boom, right there on my website. August 29th, August 31st. Father just looked. Well, he doesn't know how to use a computer. All right, I I'm almost done. I'll call you back. Okay. There you go. There's a little uh, little day to day. It's it's funny because my dad 
I I don't think (laughs) he knows the basics of a computer, but like he he will call me and I'll have to do tech support. And I know a lot of people my age have to do that for the parents, but it's it's so frustrating. (laughs) And I love him and I'm happy to do it like he's walked me through. He's wiped my ass. So this is the least I can do. I'm very happy to do it. But it's like oftentimes we'll have to be FaceTiming and he'll have to hold the uh, the phone up to the computer screen. I'm like, a little lower, a little lower. He's like, okay. Oh, she's calling right back. How does she not know? <laughs> I'm not done yet. What's up? Oops. Oops. Our bad. Are you serious? <laughs> Dad doesn't know how to use a computer. <laughs> oh, you found the dates. Yeah, he thought it was in July. <laughs> All right. On. I'll call you back. Love bye. you. Bye. Love you. I love how she called back. She's realized she she wanted her moment on the podcast to <laughs> to throw my dad under the bus. This is what women do. Even even them, they've been married almost fifty years. It's just the man gets thrown under the bus and he has to take it. Eh, he knows. He knows he's not good at computing. Um, but I did just hear about a new uh, product. It's called uh, Team Viewer. I think my buddy uh, and and friend of the podcast Neil Anderson. Uh, just told me about it. Guys, if you or someone you love is having a hard time, and this is not, uh, they're not a sponsor of the podcast, but I used it the other day and it was great. Team Viewer, free download. Oh, now watch, I'm going to suggest this and it's going to be like some Russian hacking thing and they're going to get all your information. But they've got mine now, uh, if that's what it is. Team Viewer, uh, it's an app you can download and then like some. And if you have your parents or someone that you do tech support for uh, download it, then they can give you a username and password, and then you can see your desktop becomes their desktop, and you can do it for free. Uh, they, they charge businesses to do it, like on a mass scale, but you can do it for free, and uh, that way you can control their mouse, and they can see what you're doing, so you can kind of teach them as you go along. Uh, so I, I think as long as as long as TeamViewer isn't malicious, maybe you guys do your own research on it before you get it, but as long as it's not malicious, get it, and uh, I, I can tell you it worked for me and it's so much easier than doing the facetime thing holding the phone up or having your parent describe what's going on so uh get that app and and let me know if that works for you guys other than that you guys uh i uh i'm doing some shows around los angeles this week and next but um then really i'm just gearing up so get your tickets to the too many butts tour and uh, I'm on I'm on Sirius XM every Friday now. I call in at about 11, 11.30 Eastern, and uh, I'm on there with a cable guy, and we talked today. Foxworthy called in, and we joked around. So if you guys have XM radio and you want to listen to me on Fridays, uh, I'm usually on there for like a half hour. I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Uh, always appreciate feedback. Go on iTunes, rate it. And uh, tell your friends about tell your friends about my tour. I'm so excited about this new material, and it's going to be a good time. Okay, and hope to God that Sarah doesn't kill us out there on the road, and then uh, then there's no shows. Uh, so <laughs> let's hope that doesn't happen. All right, or maybe she'll just kill me after she listens to this podcast. Maybe that'll happen. <laughs> Thanks, you guys, so much, and I'll see you out there this summer. All right, take care. Bye.